Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Keisha Green, that's my lady, yo. If you can tune in, it's the way to go. Educated author with major goals. I'll be coming right here. You have the place to be. It's a poor get mentioned and it's all for free. Ooh, we, and you know where's that? With Miss Green on the right side of the chat. I write with a purpose, so everything is worth it. An educated platform, something you can work with. Readers, yeah, they come over here. Come and get the info from some of your peers. Hello, over line, yeah, we got open air. Talk what you love and express what you fear. Afraid to lose, but born to win. Hey, Miss Keisha, yeah, we're trying to go win. Come on. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chats. It's me, Keisha Green, Manic Monday. How is everyone doing? Oh, my goodness. I'm super excited. Today on the show, we will be chatting with show favorite and fan friend of the show, Peter Mack. He will be on momentarily discussing books, film, and apparel. You heard that right, books, film, and apparel. But also, he'll talk about all those other things in between the books, the films, and apparel. So, yeah, definitely you want to tune in for that. If you have questions, comments, please call in to the show, 718-508-9827. Again, the number is 718-508-9827. Also, the chat room is open so that you can um, post your questions there. So, Definitely, if you, but let me just let you know that you need to create a profile on Blog Talk Radio to post your questions. Otherwise, you can just read what's being posted in there. Um, oh, my goodness. So before we get into all of that, I got, you know, got to go through all the specifics of the show and tell you that tonight's show is sponsored by Wendy Heyman's debut novella, One Hot Summer, which is available on paperback and Kindle. And you know how we do over here, and I always tell you um, to get caught reading, so go one click that today. That's One Hot Summer by Wendy Heyman. Check that out. Also, too, you know, I ask you, ask you often, what are you reading? So tell me, um, tweet me, inbox me, let me know what you're reading, um, and I'll give you a shout-out. I just posted that. I'm trying to multitask and I'm failing horribly. But, um, yes, if you want a shout-out, please um, comment on the thread or tweet me at Keisha Green or Facebook me. Um, one key, um, excuse me, www.facebook.com, one Keisha Green, and I will, you know, give you a shout out here on the Writer's Life chat because it's a live show. We are live. So, yes, definitely, we, um, I'm super excited because every time that Peter comes on the show, we, we laugh, we have a good time, we kick it, and it's a lot of fun. So you definitely do not want to miss that. I also want to let you know about, speaking of Peter Mack, his book, his latest release, Affiliated Series 3, A Stripper's Revenge, drama. That's all I'm going to say. Like, oh, my goodness. It's just like, okay, Emily wants to, like, avenge her the friend's death, but then she wants to get, you know, she wants to plot revenge on the dude, but then she becomes, gets all linked in with his best friend. And I know I'm, I'm paraphrasing this story horribly, but I'm trying to tell you that this right here <laughs> 
sex, drugs, drama, <laughs> uh, betrayal, everything. He has it wrapped up in this in this affiliated series three. So definitely go and check out affiliated series three by Peter Matt. And also, you know, I always want to give um, tell everyone about what books that I want them to check out. Um, Amani Wisdom has a great book. If you're a fan of women's contemporary fiction, I have to tell you, The Journey of Ruthie Bell is definitely the book for you, okay? I mean, like, when you're talking thought-provoking page-turner, if you're looking for, like, some bubblegum, easy-to-read type of thing, that book that'll just leave you like, dag, what was that? How did I just wasted my time? No, this is not that book. Amani Wisdom's book is all of that in a bag of chips. Like, this is thought-provoking, page-turning, oh, my goodness, outside-the-box writing, and it takes you back. And if you're a history buff, a, you know, a historical fiction reader, and you don't mind going back in time, then this is the book for you. So please support support um, indie authors, support self-published authors. And one click, Amani Wisdom's, the, um, excuse me, The Journey of Ruthie Bell. So. What else has happened? Oh, my goodness. There's so much going on. Um, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. There's a lot. So many. My thoughts are all over the world. Right now, all over the place. But wait, I got a, I got an inbox. Okay, so Nika, Nika Bellamy, she's reading Pitbulls in a Skirt. And she's just listening. Well, thank you, Nika, Nika, for just listening and tuning in to the Writer's Life Chat. I love getting feedback um, from people. See someone who's listening, and they did what I asked. They said they sent me, you know, they commented and said they wanted a shout out. And I got another one. Oh, my goodness. This one is from Zippy. Zippy said that he's not reading, he's just listening, but he wanted a shout out. So, Zippy, there's your shout out. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, the chat room is open. Like I said, you can post questions there, but you do have to create um, a profile on Blog Talk Radio. And um, then you can go. Otherwise, you can just, you just look. So now, we got Peter Mac on. I want to know for the Peter Mac fans, what um what's the last Peter Mac book that you read? What do you enjoy most about his books? We're all all in his business. There's so many um so many questions that I have. But also before we get into that, I do want to let people know because people did ask me, was it too late to donate to the Diva Books Twelve Days of Christmas? Um, no, it is not. I was actually going over the list today. So if you are interested in donating a book for the Twelve Days of Christmas giveaway, please contact me and let me know so I can add your name to the list. And basically, what happens is starting on December thirteenth, I pick random people from my page. Um, you know, to read. Do they want? Are they readers? I pull the question, they answer it, and they get a free book from my generous colleagues, author, publisher, friends. So if you would like to donate a book to the Diva Books annual Christmas book giveaway, please let me know. But thank you so much to all of those who thus far, I got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. I got twelve, twelve authors already who've, um, you know, stepped up and said, that they would do it, and I definitely appreciate that um, because it's it's just I want to give back. And um, it's just like sometimes people want to support you, but they can't. As a self-published author, people want to support you, but they don't have the money, especially around the holidays. So I thought about this. I've been doing this, I think, four years now. And I'm like, you know, let me reach out to my author friends and see, like, if they would be interested in donating a book to give to a reader. And it's a it's a great thing because I look at it as 
if they get the book and they like it, guess what? Word of mouth is the best advertisement. So that part of it is um definitely, definitely a good thing. So thank you to my 12, um, 12 people who donated. I want to, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and shout them out because they deserve recognition for doing this. Um, ben Burgess, Sean Sterling, Michelle Dawn Millette, T.L. Hayes, C. Quince Aiken, Danielle Jackson, Tisa Irving, Black Angel L.A., Denise Coleman, Loretta Walls, Arthur Rocky, and James Gordon. Thank you guys um, for stepping up um, initially, and I appreciate it. And so if anybody else would like to, let me know, and um, I'll give you a shout-out as well. But, yes, that's all you got to do. So readers, if you're listening, if you're looking for a book starting on the 13th of December, um, follow my page, pay attention. That winner, you know, you could be the winner of a free book just in time for the holidays. So next week we will have, there's an anthology that's coming out, and I'm going to have some talented authors on the show, Aaron Bebo, as well as um, Philly Quarters. Charlie Sorrell will be on, so, and some other surprise guests. So definitely tune in next week to the Writer's Life Chat. And as always, if you're looking to be a guest on the show, please contact me. Send me your press kit, media kit, whatever it is so that I can check it out and we can set it up. I'm now booking dates for February. So got to be in it. You don't want to miss out. So then, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And there was something else that I wanted to mention. Um, oh, my God, I totally, my mind went um, blank just that fast. But quick shout-out again to Amani Wisdom. Last week she was on the show, and I got a lot of good feedback about her sharing the you know the truth about self publishing and I thought that that was awesome because a lot of times when um, when people think about self published authors they think that we have these these big budgets like as if we're signed to the majors and there's no problems and yeah there are problems because sometimes we're robbing Peter to pay Paul we may not pay a bill you know to make sure that we we paid the editor or we didn't pay this bill to make sure the print run, you know, to print up some books just to go to an event, and we only printed 20 books. So there's a struggle that goes on behind the scenes. Um, so a lot of people were saying, like, you know, Imani was very forthcoming, and, you know, she kept it real. So kudos to Imani. And if you missed the show, please go back and check the archives at www.writerslifechats.com. You don't want to um, don't want to miss it. That was a good show. I definitely had fun with that. So um, I think it's time to get this show get this show started. I think my guest is here, and I love it. I love it, love it, love it when they're on time. So let me get this. Let me get the door, y'all. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Writers Life Chat. How's it going? Keith, Keith, Chef F. I can't even say Keith G no more, huh? <laughs> you can, you can. Cut it out. The last time, I, the last time I was on your show, you were single, and now you are married to a good man who speaks at the church on the anniversary of the Million Man March. Congratulations, you go, girl! <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Peter Mac in the place to be. Can I, I can't even call you what I normally call you because you know we're on air, but um, and I want to be professional. <laughs> and I want to get cussed right. out. So. <laughs> right, right, it's all good You and my grandma, my mama, my mama Y'all, y'all know, the only but, place But if anybody want to know, inbox me And I'll tell you what I call them 
It's okay. Oh, okay. She going back to the history book now. <laughs> <laughs> so, congratulations on Affiliated Series 3. First of all, let's get that out of the way. Um, right. I got a lot of questions, but, like, Goddamn, I want to say this. So I was on Amazon, and I just typed right. your name in. I said, does this dude live? Because all he does is drop books. Okay. Right. Some of us struggle. <laughs> I have writer's block often. I think right. I have it all the right. time. So I'm looking right. at you like, wh- where the motivation comes from? What, talk to me about this. When do you I have regular downtime since you always write? I- I don't. Like, I'm 10 books into the future right now, you know. Um, Ooh. I, I don't know. It was, I don't know. You know, when we – we have to be careful what we ask for because, remember, I mean, you remember from my last show and we talked about this. I was trafficking drugs, and, and um, I prayed to God to, to deliver me from that situation. And what a mighty God we serve because the fountain, he just he just keeps pouring it into me, and, uh, and I ain't stopped yet. So – to be able to answer the question about where does my motivation come from, where do I get these stories from, where did my influence come from, all I did was pray, and it got answered. Mm. We are who you know. So it's hard to say, you know what I mean? And I talk to a lot of people who say that they have trouble with finishing the story or they have writer's block, and, uh-huh. and I, try to say the, yeah, I try to say the best thing I can is, you know, do your outline and, and, and the basic stuff that we tell people, but you know, it got to be in you, not on you, as the pimps say. So, you know, it's got to come out of you. You know, you, you write good stuff. I just read some stuff that you wrote, and that thing had me, had my body reaction to uh, t <laughs> So don't talk to me about you having oh a body no, I, oh I was almost nervous. Like I know, I know she didn't write this. I was nervous. Like you, my sister, and I'm reading this stuff from you. It's blasphemy. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, you know what? I, I wanted, I wanted to, you know, when you write something and once you finish it, regardless if it's a short story, not a novel, novella, whatever, you're nervous and you're just like, I wonder what people will think. I wonder how they will receive it. Um, and I want to say, especially with erotica, um, sometimes it gets this, you know, this typecasting over like. Oh, you shouldn't write that, or you shouldn't be, right. you know, or even the people who purchase it. So right. it's like, dang, it's like I'm grown. If I want to write about yeah. this, I just one click it and be quiet. And, look, I ain't even gonna lie, and I think I inboxed you this too. After I read it, I said, I'm sure it's glad she married, cause I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> good lord. Oh my god. I was like, okay, so so I'm reading it, right, y'all? I'm reading, I'm like, okay, so that's good. So he liked it. And I'm like, okay, because I'm like, I don't know if I want to release this. I don't know. I, I want to release it soon, but I'm like, no, nah, let me wait. But then I'm like, but it's a holiday theme. Why not? But I'm like, okay, I just, I just, I don't know. <laughs> Drop that thing. Drop that thing. That's, and that's how I feel about my writing. I mean, you know, there's no certain time, yes. I guess, you know. Some people say you should give people time to read your book before you drop another one. But, you know, after I heard that people read my books in one or two days and they could putting it down and they're waiting on the next one, if I've, already, yeah, if I've already written a book and it's ready and the cover is done, the editing is done and, all, and it's tight, 
and drop that thing. You know what I mean? Because I got to move on to the next. Mm-hmm. And if they're enjoying it and they're feeling it, they'll go get it, and they can read all three in a week's time. You know, it's not that much. I mean, mm. if you get it on Ken, I mean, three books for what? Eighteen dollars. That's a bargain for something. Mm-hmm. Two hundred. That's a page. deal. Cause come on now. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You already know. Writing. We come from an yeah. era where books you had to pay like twenty for one. So yeah. you get three yeah. for eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I've been doing my Christmas shopping, and I'm getting like two books. For, I'm buying people two books for twenty eight dollars sh- free shipping, and you know. When you love a book, you don't really. I know for me, I just bought Quan's book. I don't. It, mm-hmm. it costs fifteen bucks. I don't mind. Like if you're a reader, you don't put a price tag on what you want right. to read because you don't. You know, the, yeah, yeah. Especially, and and this is why we work to put out quality work, and this is why we work to put out two hundred and fifty page novels because this is something that you can mm-hmm. sink your teeth into, that you can be mesmerized by, and that you can go back to and eat like good food, you know, like them good leftovers that you go out of the refrigerator and get. Yeah, you can go back to mm-hmm. it and, and you can eat yourself, yeah. Yeah, you want to write something that you can, um, where you release it, and then I can come back. Um, yeah. You want to go back to it and just be like, oh, my God, this was so good. I could, you know, I want to read right. it again, that type of thing. Yeah. So that's wonderful. And I'm glad you stated, like, you know, putting out a quality book. Um, let's right. talk about pricing because I know I mentioned, I asked you that. Um, we're going to be having a feature with you in a couple of weeks. But I want to talk about how important is pricing. Talk to me about that. Um, I think pricing, you know, Price point is everything. You don't want to devalue your effort and your time. I remember I got a book contract with a very notable publisher, and I was super upset that they priced my ebook for ninety nine cents because I felt like after mm-hmm. you take sixty of ninety nine cents and I get forty percent, what the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? So after you learn the game mm-hmm. and you learn the rules that are trade, um, and again, you know, I, I'm you know, forgive me for name dropping, but I asked my partner Quan, like, look, man. You know, I saw your your ebook for seven ninety nine, uh, and he told me, he said, "Look, if you feel like your book is worth more than ninety nine cents, price it accordingly." And, mm-hmm. and that's been my motto, you know. And I think, you know, for my ebook, five ninety nine is fair, and for the paperback, fourteen ninety nine is fair. And um, you know, very much so. Yeah, it's hard. I want to say this that for the aspiring writers out there or even the self-published authors who are trying to figure out a price point, what to put their right. book at, remember this. If you go so low, it's hard to come back up. So mm-hmm. if you start out at $0.99, cent, you're stuck there because they, they, the first, these readers, you know these readers are brutal. They'll tell you, well, why do I got to pay, pay $3? Yeah. Your first book was well, only a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. Because what happened was after I got out of that publishing deal, um, people were used to seeing uh, dirty licks for ninety nine cents, and then the next time when I put out a book, it was five ninety nine for an ebook. I got inbox messages mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, that's too much." Like really? Yeah. You know? And here, mm-hmm. yeah, and here, here's the education. Here's the education that urban fiction authors have adopted. The business model for the ninety nine cents book was originally for self-help manuals, gardening manuals, which were only 10, 15 pages. But what happened was when people start, when people realized that they could upload a book, a full-page novel, 250 pages, 300 pages, and price it at 99 cents, it was a good way for them to say, oh, I'm published. But that 99 cents 
point was not meant for a full novel. It was meant for these um, handbooks is what they're called. That's what it was meant for. And short stories, like we discussed before, mm. it's meant for that. And it's also, mm-hmm. a, you can write a short story that is an intro to a fuller novel. You can write a short story yeah. that is a standalone. Like a flash, you called it flash fiction. That's a great complementary mm-hmm. tool. That's a great complementary tool to your larger body of work. Yes, it's a it's a sample. You know, we, right. you and I have been talking for years, and we've had right. this conversation about the ninety nine cent book, the short stories. I I'm 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 all for doing a, giving away a short story for ninety nine cent. I don't right, agree right. with doing it for novel. I know as a self published author, I know how much it costs me to put put a book out, and right. it's just it, the math never makes sense. But, um, you know, tell the listeners a little bit more, like, versus being with a publisher, now, you know, being self-published, was that one of the things that you did not enjoy about being with a publisher, is that they get to make these books for 99 cents? Uh, No, you know, I only experienced that recently, because when I first, I started writing 10 years ago and got my first publishing deal, and... The problem with my first publishing deal was that I was under an exclusive contract. And the problem with being under an exclusive contract with your name is that if you don't like the way things are going, you're stuck, right? So my first book was written Mm -hmm. under my government name, Zico. So that's why I started writing under my great-grandfather's name, Peter Mack. His name is Peter Mack Cooks. Mm -hmm. So I started writing under Peter Mack just because I was prohibited prohibited from using my government name. So um, then – my first book under Peter Mack was A Neighborly Affair, and it was a publishing contract with um, True Life Publishing, uh, Karen Mitchell out of Brooklyn. She's with uh, Urban um, Urban Books now. And uh, that was great. Like, okay. We are still cool. We're still friends. And I have, you know, that was a great arrangement. If you're going to get a contract deal uh, with a publishing company, you have to do your research and make sure that it, you know, and, and ask the people who have been with that label before to see what kind of things they do. Um, but, yeah, the 99 cent thing only came later. But uh, and and the great thing about being able being able to put out your own work after you've learned the ins and outs and you've probably taken a few lumps on the head is that I have been able to publish books with Joy Deja King under non-exclusive agreements. I've been able to do anthologies with other authors and stuff like that, and still maintain it next to my work. So it all works out. You just have to you got to know what you're doing. Mm. Say that, say that, say yeah. that, yes. And this is why people like you That's are valuable to the industry. Yeah, but this is why people like oh, you are thank valuable you. to the industry. Yeah, because you know your stuff. Like, I can come to you and you give it to me raw. And you tell me, you know, and, and sometimes I might not agree or sometimes I might not, not like it. It has to marinate because you're knowledgeable. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we always rebel against things that we don't know and we think we know it all. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you're knowledgeable. You're been there, done that. Yeah. Got the shirt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you have to come around. You got to, you know, you got to take your medicine. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. So now, what have okay? So now, affiliated came out, and I'm. So have you gotten any feedback? What are people saying? Oh my God, I love what people say about affiliated. Um, some of the comments are, yeah, some of the comments are, like, Affiliated has been, I wrote the Affiliated trilogy a while ago. Um, Affiliated, Los Angeles, it it has been shopped to uh, 
Vicki Stringer, Terry Woods, Wahida Clark. And for various reasons, um, I did not ex- – Terry Woods offered to buy the, buy the series, which I wouldn't sell it to. Mm-hmm. Um, Vicki Stringer didn't want to offer me the contract. Uh, well, I was advised against signing with uh, Triple Crown. Um, and Wahida okay. Clark – yeah, Whitey Clark found out I was in jail, so she uh, decided not to publish it. So I've been holding on to it, and it seems now was the right time to put it out. And uh, the feedback I've been getting is, um, you know, is is great. You know, mesmerizing. Um, you know, the wordplay is different. Um, and something, you know, the greatest compliment is that people classify it as urban fiction, but it kind of rises above the, you know, the whole, the market, you know what I mean? And and that's not to okay. say that author, that's not to say that, I think that we as authors must raise the level of expectation of urban fiction, and that's what I work to do. Um, so the only reason why people get to say that it is more than what they expect is because we are allowing people to put out subpar stuff, and most of the stuff that's out is kind of like copycat. Um, somebody just told me today what he liked about my writing is that he could not anticipate what the sixth, seventh, and eighth line is going to be like he can with most urban fiction. Mm. Right. Okay. And so how did that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel like I'm doing my work. Um, you know, I feel like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I feel like writing should emote, it should like, make you feel something. It should cause a an emotional reaction. Like music. The most classical music mm-hmm. you feel from years ago, like Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. It's not famous just because of the words, but it's famous for right. the way it makes you mm-hmm. feel. You, know, you should be able to come away right. from a book. Have I mean for me, I read a good book and I might read a sentence twice because it just made you know, it made my, made me feel a certain way. Like, let me read that again. You know, um so the worst thing you can do is read a book and, and it doesn't move you in any kind of way. It's more than just telling a story. It's the way that you put your words together to bring about an emotion. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's definitely um, that's good to hear that the feedback is good. So let's talk about the apparel. Oh, well, not that no, this Peter is not Mac the- apparel. Well, you know, it's designed, it's for the woman who moves with desire, motivation, and dedication for peace, power, and position. And really, you know, all of my writing is kind of like um, a vision. Uh, all the characters wear the apparel, and, you know, eventually the characters will be making films, which I will, will eventually get into. But, uh, you know, as far as the, the apparel, it, it's, a, it's a dream come true, working with uh, Monica Miner, who is the CEO of Envisage Couture out of Detroit. Um, she's fulfilling the order. She's a dress designer and a, a, a fashion designer by trade. So it's just a good look. Um, the ladies' tees are – yours is on the way, by the way. It should be there this week. Um, the ladies' tees are that – you're welcome. You're welcome. You're my folks. <laughs> so the the ladies the ladies tees are of the Bella variety, which is uh, stretch tees, which is form fitting for the ladies. That's stretch cotton, and the men's mm-hmm. tees are um, high quality uh, cotton. Um, so I would I would uh, ask everyone to put that on their on their gift giving list. It makes a great gift along with okay. uh, with the Peter book. Yeah. Okay, well, all right. So what really made you want to go that 
that route with the you know with the t-shirts um i don't you know i don't i really can't say i mean it's you know I've, even 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 when i was in the game you know, it was always something that you wanted to offer rarely do you find someone who's in the game that just offers one thing so when i started writing books and um and i like fashion i like a, a good shirt um we eventually want to put out a, a signature button up with stitching and and um, varied fabric collars and cuffs. So um, this is just an introduction to what I want to do eventually. And the reaction that I okay. got to uh, and the reaction I got to Peter Mac and just seeing my whole family uh, dress good, um, I thought it was just something else—a nice compliment. We can do some nice cross promoting with it. And uh, you know, I don't know. I really can't say what brought it about. It just came about, like I said. You know, you pray. And God gives it to you, and what can you do but follow? Oh, okay. Wow, like you—you're doing it all. Like I—I like started out this conversation with, like, do you sleep? Do you like? You're always <laughs> writing. Now you're thinking outside the box. You got the apparel. Right. So, oh my right. goodness. So, let's talk about film. Let's talk wow. about film. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. I just got a text message uh, from a friend of mine who just got her her T-shirt, which is great. She says it has a great feel. So she's wearing the shirt out of nice. this thing, right? Yeah, so yours is on the way, I'm sure. It's probably in your mailbox. Yeah, I'm going to post this okay. right okay. now. My goodness, it looks good on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's good. So anyway. That's good. I can't wait. Well, I can't wait to get mine because, like I told you, I'm gonna it has to be the perfect selfies, and I, you know, I got a Periscope or Facebook Live or do something. <laughs> Check, right. out exactly. Check out my shirt. Exactly. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. so, so the film. Um, you know, someone asked me, "How are you gonna do film for jail?" Well, here's the thing. Um, I won't be here for long, and uh, but in. But the opportunities are arising. So I have an opportunity to associate, produce a uh, uh, internet series called Compersion. And Compersion is mm. about a, it's about polyamory. It's um, you know, I'm kind of into that, into that polyamory look. I'm into alternative uh, lifestyles, um, and it's reflected yeah. in my books. So, yeah. So um, polyamory is just the ability to love more than one person. And what it really is, is if most people cheat. So imagine if <laughs> instead of... I'm yeah, about yeah. to say something. I'm about to say something. Yeah, like, listen. Right, but, listen. But imagine, and I'm, not, and I'm imagine, not trying to be disrespectful, but stop please. those lies. They just want to have their cake and eat it too. No, no, it's not about that. It's really just about being honest. Because if you if you are with oh. someone, if you are with someone, and you say, baby, mm-hmm. you know, um, instead of cheating on you, how about we agree to have other relationships? Because truth be told, all of what – it's a great blessing to have all of what you want and you desire and your cake in one person. But rarely do we get that. So how about if you okay. – how about if I had – how about if I had someone who stimulated me intellectually and she doesn't mm-hmm. get – and she doesn't want to go down on me? Well, I mean, and this is, I'm, not, I'm just being, it doesn't have to be this basic. Polyamory is not really about sex. But say, say you like art 
and my wife doesn't like art, and I want to have a relationship with you, and we go out to art and stuff, and we don't necessarily have to have sex, but this open relationship allows us to have a relationship based around the things that we enjoy, and my wife knows exactly what's going on. Instead of me trying to sneak out on dates with you to satisfy my art bone, I can just say, hey, you know, right? So, you know, polyamory is just for having Having fun. Having fun. Just say that. Just having fun. Okay. Uh I ain't going to say that. Which. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I really am. I think that this is. um, (laughs) It's interesting. I don't agree. But listen, I guess I'm a closed minded um, person of the. Of the world, I mean, I'm sure there are people who agree with you, and there's people who don't, and that's just what what makes the world go round. Um, the agree, right, you know, right. to agree to disagree. So, I mean, by you being able to work on a film that has to do with that, um, it goes hand in hand with you because I remember that was one of the initial conversations that right. you and I had um, when we first met, just about you know your family, your life, and all of that. So. Right. What you're right, talking about, right. I'm like, I knew that was coming. This ain't no surprise here. I know, I know, I know. Well, you know, my <laughs> well, it, it's a great opportunity to be able to associate produce. And what happens is, you know, in for in trading with being associate producer of this internet series, I get to place my apparel. I get to um, include some dialogue about Peter Mac, and you know, I get to have some kind of creative control over the whole process. And um, and and. And other than that, um, we are also producing a, uh, a short film um, based on my upcoming novel, which is Cop and Blow. So, um, you know, that will give me some more, more film credits under my belt so that when it's time to do my own thing, at least I'll know the process. So, you know, it, it's just all creativity. Okay. Okay. So let's shift gears a little bit. I was, um, you know, social media is a gift and a curse, and it, it um, allows us to reach many that we would not. I mean, case in point, you're in Cali, I'm in Jersey. Without the Internet, how would we, you know, our paths even cross? And I saw something, um, a author, a self-published author, she was saying that, you know, she was leaving social media and she was giving up writing because the industry, she, she didn't like how she was being treated and people were cool and all of this. And I was just like, you know, I came on there and I said, don't let anybody steal your joy. But I, how I'm bringing this to you is what advice would you give to someone? And what was, it's two-sided, double-sided, I should say, what was the biggest lear- lesson you learned in this self-publishing journey? The biggest lesson? My goodness. I don't know. Like I, I get it from you. You just learn your craft. I mean, I've been writing for 10 years. So, um, you know, the biggest, I don't know. You just must stay true to yourself. Um, maintain good relationships. And, um, and don't take it all so personally. You know, I realize that not everyone's going to like my writing. Um, but, you know, for the people that love my writing, I love you back. You feel me? And that's who I write for, okay. the people who love me. You know, like my mama said, like okay. who like you. It's as simple as that. Mm, okay. Lessons, okay, so you know, now the other part of it, that's the lesson. Yeah. So now I want 
what would be the advice? Because when people are self-publishing and, you know, stumbling uh, upon people who are not, you know, what who they say they are, it can be disheartening. So what would you say? Just keep moving, keep writing. You know, I've come across people who have not held up to the end of the word. And just to get out of a toxic relationship or a toxic business relationship, I, I keep money on the table. I, you can have that little $30, that little $40 for promoting. Keep that moving on. And I'm going to delete you from my side. I don't even want to see you no more. You know, like I only keep people who I'm satisfied with. And you're going to run across people who you're not satisfied with, either due to miscommunication, misunderstanding, or just shadiness. Leave your money on the table and don't be fighting with them because it takes too much energy. And, uh, you know, move on. And the, the people that treat you right value those relationships, respect those relationships, and, and keep it pushing. That's all I, could, I, that's all I have to say about that because it just takes too much energy to engage in those kind of relationships that are not beneficial to you. Okay. Okay. So um, my next question would be, you touched on the where you only keep people. If you're not satisfied, you, you remove them and you keep it moving. How hard right. is it to find someone that is who's going to deliver quality work, especially where you're, you're, you're incarcerated, so right. you don't have the opportunities that many would out in the free world? So right. Right. how well, do you do that? Well, it comes by referral. Well, it comes by referral. You okay. were referred to me by a good friend of mine. Um, and when you refer me to other people, you know, I take it in stock. It's almost like, you know, your word is your bond. And when I send some, when I send someone, when I send someone to, 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 when I send someone to somebody, my reputation is on the line. So you kind of have to, you know, the best referral, the referrals are the best. It's as in, in any business, you know, when you go get your hair done, if, if you don't have a good referral, you know, you're going to lose some hair. You know, so so you count on that person. Yeah, so you count on whoever gave you that referral. Like, girl, who did your hair? That looked good. So you count on yours coming out just like that, mm-hmm, <laughs> right? Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. I love it. So now, what have you done where? you didn't get quality work. I know you said you remove them. You say keep the money. But do you say, I was displeased with this? Or do you just take that take that L and keep it moving? Nah. Um, well, you want to state what the work is supposed to be. And if it comes up short, you state how it came up short. And, and most times, you know, you know, the industry is pretty cool. Like, you run into people who they want to correct it. Um, but sometimes um, your mission is time sensitive, so you you don't have time for them to correct it. And it's been in those situations where I don't have time for you to correct this. Um, so you can keep that or send me my refund. I'll pay the I'll pay the transmission fee, and I'm going to move on to find another promoter or another format or another cover artist. You know, I've changed cover artists, um, and you know. You just have to be prepared to move on, you know, just like in a personal relationship. If the dude is lying to you several times, you need to cut it short. You know, you don't. You only got so many, you know, quarters in your pocket before they're all gone, and so you you gotta move. You gotta be able to move on, catch the next bus before you don't have a you don't have fare. Mhm. Wow. You get me? Wow. Okay. I do. Yeah, I, I I really yeah. do. I do. People, um, you know, these are jewels. These are jewels. I mean, I hope those, you know, people are paying attention because oftentimes no one does the research 
<clears throat> and then after after the fact, it's like, oh my god, I wasted all this money. And it's like, well, uh, did you ask anybody? No, because I didn't want to be. I didn't want people to call me stupid. Or I didn't want to appear dumb. Uh, well, uh, not <laughs> exactly. You're looking exactly. dumb now because <laughs> how much money or did broke. you know were you gonna spend? But right, exactly. broke and dumb. So which yeah, is, yeah. which is it? Right. Which is yeah. it? Okay. All right. So what's next for Peter Max? Oh man, we've uh, you know, we we on this uh stripper's revenge right now and you know, even ten years in the game I'm still learning. Like I just started you asked me what I learned earlier and someone gave me a bad mm-hmm. review. Uh, they said that my writing was lackluster. They said it sucked. And I think that there's a and I okay. asked around to some, I asked around to some other authors. There are a couple or three reviewers who are reviewing books and giving them one star and saying, like, the craziest stuff. I don't know. Like, I think it's a hoax. I think it's a hater or something. Something's going on. So to combat that, I just started um, posting excerpts of my novels. And that's why I'm having the greatest success. You You can go to my page and actually read for yourself. The excerpts. I put up chapter one excerpt and a chapter two excerpt, and next week, and I'll be putting up a chapter three and a chapter four excerpt of a of a stripper's revenge, mm-hmm. so that you can exactly know what's going on with Peter Mack and his writing before you even buy the book. Um, so you can judge for yourself. So because when I started doing oh, wow. that, then people can understand like, wow, you know, like I like this. You know, one reader even said, oh my gosh. And just by her saying, gosh, that made me feel good because I like that word, gosh, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's a a good word. I can rock out with it. (laughs) Yeah, I like gosh. I definitely can rock out with it. Exactly. That is definitely, that's that's a good thing, though. That's definitely where you figure – um, you're onto something. You're, um, you know, right. people and the readers, and you're personable. So, do you ever feel like because you're personable, that can be like a gift and a curse, or not so much? Oh man, it's a gift because you know, and we talk about branding all the time, and mm-hmm. you know, the whole branding phenomenon. Nene Leakes of Atlanta Housewives was the first person I heard say, "I'm working on my brand." And that sounded so, like, not cool to me. Like, we should not have, mm. personally, I know there are a lot of opinions out there. But it just sounded like, um, you know, people with money, it's almost like those things where we don't talk about money, don't talk about sex items. It just seems so quiche, if, if, if people can understand that word. But um, so this whole thing about, oh, get your, you know, get your brand together, get your brand together. And I always thought, you know what, just be yourself. How about that? But there's too many mm-hmm. people who don't have a personality who are trying to find some brand, and what they end up doing is copycatting. And I think that's what's mm. running the industry right now. There are so many brands are, that are alike. There are so many book titles that are alike, so many covers that are alike, and everybody thinks that this is their individual brand. It's not. You're copycatting. Why don't you just be yourself? If you're a nerd, be a nerd. Write nerd books. If you've never, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, though, like, be true to yourself and who you are. Talk about your experiences. Talk about what you know, and that will come across. And that's what I've done. And mm-hmm. if I've created a successful brand, quote, unquote, then that's just who I am. That's 
you are reading who I am on the page. And I'm not some thugged out dude who's selling 100 keys in a day or cooking dope overnight and, and sexing a whole bunch of women, but the characters in my book, and this is what this is what I really appreciate about people who read my novels. They say that the characters in my novels are people that they will see every day in their everyday life. These are your brothers, your cousins, your sisters, your mothers, your aunties. And some crazy stuff might happen. The sex, violence, money, and the murder is just a hook for a larger conversation about life and love. Mm. Wow. See, the brother is deep. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, that is. Right, I, just, right. I like that that whole spin that you gave me. All right, right. So, are you ready for some callers? Sure, sure. You know, I invited them to call in. <laughs> <laughs> I invited them to call in. He said, "All right, fine." Yeah, Two yeah, five so one. I'm taking your call. Hello, welcome to the Writers Life Chat. Who's this? Area code 251, you're on the air. What's your name? Just listening? Okay. Oh, they're shy. Okay. They're shy. 251, they they hung up. They're shy. That's fine. But thank you, 251, for calling in. 678, I'm taking your call. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? Tell me you're just listening, and I'll go on to the next one. Okay, I'm going to take that silence, 678, that you're just listening. They just listed. Uh, okay, well, I can dig. I can dig it. Do not <laughs> press okay. one if you if you want to talk. Press one. If you don't want to talk, don't press one. <laughs> Six one seven. I'm taking your call. Hello, welcome to the Writers Life Chat. Who's this? This is me. I'm just listening. Okay, hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Okay, six one seven. She she spoke up. Thank you, six one seven. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Oh, so why I you got them all scared? You got them all scared, Peter Matt. Uh, don't be scared. What you saying in that inbox? <laughs> <laughs> what you saying to them in that inbox? They they calling in and they can't see. <laughs> they like, mm. I'm, I'm calling in. <laughs> you know, and you know what happens though. This is what I do, no, Keisha. What happens is they may have had a question or may have wanted to say something, but it, we we were so thorough that we've answered the questions. Say that. Say that. You're, we were so thorough yeah. that we answered yeah. the question and then they all have one. So, yeah, I like yeah. that answer, yeah. Matt. I like that. <laughs> High five. Teamwork. Make some dreams. You heard. I like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so I asked you what was next, but okay, here it is in December. It's the fifth right. of the month. The month will be over in like three and a half weeks. Right. What are you looking forward to for 2017 for Peter Matt? Oh my God, we got Cop and Blow coming out in January of January 12th. Cop and Blow is coming out, mm-hmm. and it features Clayzo from um, Death of a Snitch. So y'all need to catch up on your reading because Cop and Blow is like my signature. That thing is so hot. I can't wait to get to that. And after that, we have um, this. We're reintroducing Stashan Black, who was in my Licks book. Um, Stashan Black will mm-hmm. be in a book called The Sweet Bricks. Um, that will be out probably uh, early next year. And then he appears again in a book titled Their Dirty Itch. So we have the Cop and Blow, The Sweet Bricks, the Dirty Itch, and then we have Blueberry Dawn. So these are my next four books that will be rolling out in 2017. Okay. All right. Wow. 
So now do you, are you into like making New Year's resolutions type thing? Oh, man, I make New Year's resolutions every day. Every day that we are born, it's a birthday. We are being born every day. I'm such not a fan of New Year's yeah. resolutions because if you, can, if you can't do it on a daily basis, don't do it. It's worthless. You're wasting mm. your time. You know, make your resolution. You know, okay. I self-check every night. I self-check every night. If I talk too much during the day, if I were greedy during the day, if I was selfish during the day, I correct that at night. And in the morning, I try to mm. be better. Okay. I like that. Right. I, I like that yeah. a lot. I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. So now I talked about the lessons learned. But for 2016, what what did Peter Mack learn that he know he won't be doing in 2017? Um, I know I won't be doing in 2017. I'm trying to stop smoking weed. I'm wondering God. why. Look. <laughs> <laughs> When I'm God damn, really, dude? <laughs> yeah. See, Ray Ray, why you got to play? <laughs> See, that's that, there it is, y'all. There, it has come out. That's the name. See, because when he says stuff like that, we yeah, good. Yeah. We're good. He, Mr. Peter Max, then he say yeah, that other stuff, and then it's like, uh, okay, no, Ray Ray. I know. Um, I'm trying to get more careful with my money. Um, I waste a lot of money. Um. And and let I me find out you with sugar daddy. Pause. Wait, wait, wait. No, he no, no, no. He's no. a lot of money. He's trying to get good. So you a sugar daddy? Who you tricking on over no, there no, on no, Amazon no, 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 buying no, no. books and stuff? No. All right. No, in the industry, in the industry, you know, I spread I spread a lot of money around in the industry with um, with people in the industry, and um, sometimes I take chances on people. And I think I need to be a little bit more discerning and a little bit more focused and disciplined on making my circle tighter and trusting in that circle and um, not taking too mm-hmm. many chances and wasting money in that way. Yeah, you can't afford to do that. You'll go broke. I mean, exactly. just because it, you know, it, just because they, you know, people promote it well or advertise it right. well. I say it right. all the time, the internet is a gift and a curse because anybody can, yeah. you know, they can come on here and be in internet. They're offline nobodies and come online and become a somebody and yeah. they, you know, it sounds good, but you gotta, you really have to pay attention. Even me, 10 years in the industry, I'm like, damn, you think I want a, like a background check. I'm like, hold up, right. how many books you review? Right. Like, you know, when I find an editor, right. how many books have you edited? Let me see some reviews on Amazon. What's your blood type? Let me you know all of this stuff. Exactly, exactly. I want to know. Because I can't <laughs> afford to do it because I've lost so much money in the past, right. not doing that check, finding out, or right. just going by. Peter Max said, um, "Peter Max said I should work with you." So I go over there and work with them, and then it's like, "What the hell?" Now I'm cutting right. you and her out, like. <laughs> exactly. You know, but you know, I come back to you, and I come back to people that I know, and people who I see are legitimately doing their work and being very professional and consistent, and and building themselves up in a way that they know more. Every day, and so that benefits me. I know that you have your yeah. your your fingers a lot of different pies, and you're educating yourself about the industry. And moving forward, I love the way that that you're making great new promotional videos, and I'm attracted to that kind of stuff. And because I want the same thing for mm-hmm. myself, which is why. And so I feel good about you know sharing my time and my resources with you. Not only because not only for business purposes, but because you're a good friend and you don't mind taking your time and spending your energy with helping me. 
and giving me advice. Because, right. you know, these things, you know, game is to be sold, not told. So when we tell it to someone, right. it's got to be genuine. Right? Of course, of course, because yeah, it's a too many crabs exactly. in the barrel mentality that right. they feel like, oh, I can't tell you anything because you might go off and do what I did and become better. And I'm like, yeah. I've never been that way. I look at it as right. like Peter blows up. His success is my success because if I've worked with you, you're still a former client. If you're not present, it's past, and it, you can't take that away. We work together. So I'm glad that. Whatever happened, happened for you. And people have to get out of that mindset. And, you know, if you're around people who start off a sentence with, don't tell anybody but. Right, right. Like, I'm too old for that. I'm too old. Like, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. So, yeah, so we're doing it big, and um, I just got a message on, on Facebook, and it said that the questions to the show that I post on my post read like an intro to a movie script. And that's something new I learned, too. After 10 years in the game, nice. you, know, you just become more, a little bit more creative, a little bit more inclusive, a little bit more um, interactive, and that's a good thing. And, you know, these things can't be taught. You just have to kind of grow into them, and, and you mature. And, uh, and that's the thing. Like, it's really fun now. And, um, you know, so I'm just having a good time, and I'm glad I'm being able to share it with you, and I'm glad that you invited me on your show, and I'm glad to be a part of it all. And, you know, if I only got ten fans who love my books, that's who, that's who I write for. And uh, and so it's mm-hmm. just great. I really enjoy it. I'm glad. Too. I'm glad that everything is like I see that, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's growth, and this is a wonderful this is definitely a good thing for you. So I know 2017 is going to be bigger and better because, like, you're mm-hmm. evolving all of the things that you have going on for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now let me ask you, like, with being in the business, you know, you're lucky if you have – you're fortunate if you get a mentor or someone right. that you can um, – toss ideas from have did you right. feel like that was major to you to have coming into this industry or was it like after so long of like you had made mistakes it was like let me just ask someone well the thing is my dad was my first mentor my dad you know you know my first book you know and I asked him like how can what can I do what can I do and I was asking him all these different kind of advices and he just said one thing keep writing and fortunately for me, you know, I had a few um, book contracts in the beginning, so I was able to sit under under my publisher and kind of learn the game. Um, I was able to sit under, sit under Karen Mitchell and, and learn the game and, and learn the mistakes so that the next time you go out, it can be better. And, um, you know, so the, the greatest benefit that I had was um, when I won the Pan American Center Book Award for my, uh, for my book, Filthy, um, one of the things that they gave me was a mentor um, out of the Pan American City uh, Pan American Center Book Center, and the mentor is a graduate mm-hmm. student who has an MFA, a uh, master's degree in fine arts, and we communicate uh, regularly. Um, this was part of my prize, and uh, you know she sends me books, she sends me writing tips, she sends me resource guides, material, and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I would advise everybody to kind of just you know. Just pay attention to to people like you. Read your blog post, Literary Jewels. You know, sign up to uh, Literary Journals. Authors Publish Magazine is an online um, 
uh, service that sends you uh, material to your email on a, on mm-hmm. a weekly, regular basis. It's called Authors Publish Magazine, and that's a great resource. So it's almost like when you go to when you go when you work in the office, you know how you go through those training seminars every ninety days. Well, they do that for a reason, mm-hmm. so that you can stay on point. And it's just like with writing. You know, I would advise everyone to get that book called Elements of Grammar, Elements of Style, so that you can know exactly mm-hmm. the post office. You know, know when to use a semicolon, know when to use a capitalization. Yeah, know oh, my goodness. Um, should yes, be capitalized. Okay. So you, people yeah. need to know that. There was a website. Yeah. Um, I was tagged in a post yesterday. Um, shout out to Leisha and Miss Tony over there at Right Royalty. But one of the websites that is very good for stuff like that, is dailywritingtips.com, www.dailywritingtips.com. It, it's right. like a plethora of so much knowledge on grammar, right. punctuation, right. spelling, like the things, you know, the things that you should know when it's like when you're writing numbers in a sentence, um, dialogue, everything you can think of that you, you, you can, like if anything you can think of, it's there. So if you're serious right. about your craft, you never stop learning. So definitely bookmark daily writing tips to your website. And if you're following, um, if you're following me, I'm always dropping jewels. I have a, a group on Facebook called literary jewels that that's all we talk and discuss is self-publishing. No right, book right, ads, right. none of that. We just talk business, the business right, of self-publishing right. and how we can improve our writing. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, I subscribe, and, you know, I'm with you 100%. And for all you listeners, if you want to know how that signature Peter Mac apparel looks on its first customer, go to my post, Peter Mac on Facebook, go to my post. The first customer is wearing the apparel. It arrived in the mail today. It makes a great gift. It's that good stuff, and she has she has rather large boobs, so you see how it stretches to her body. Go check it out. <laughs> what do you think? You said she had large boobs. Leave her alone. Yeah. But, oh, it does look good. Okay. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I like, I like. Ain't playing with it. No, that's yeah, nice. I want one. It is nice, right? <laughs> I was offended. So I want one. I'm going to have to have your people gym. talk to my people. Exactly. Well, yours is on the way. I'm, I bet you it's, it's, it's arriving any minute now. Okay. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so good. because I this this is awesome. But yeah, so yeah. um I think I don't picked your brain about everything. Anything you want to leave us some some last words with? Well, I know some people were wondering about the questions that I led with. Yes, I had sex with a physical therapist at that the other prison. Um, yes, I did win the Pan American Award for my autobiography, Filthy. Uh, what other questions did I ask? No, I am not with my son's mother, but we remain great friends, and I'm a congratulator and a motivator, and I'm so grateful to her for raising my son while I'm not there. So I'll always congratulate her. I will always post her, whether she's in Czechoslovakia or Greece doing her motivational thing. I'm, I'm a celebrator of women in general. So to have a marvelous woman who is my son's mother, um, that's just an extra bonus. Um, what other questions that I pose on there that they might want to know? Um, um, how do you um, how do you write so many books well, from jail? And um, are the people in places real? The people in the places are real, and I devote each day to a chapter. Um, I devote two hours a day to a chapter, and I make an outline. So it takes me about sixty days to write a write a book because I'm doing a chapter a day. And when I'm not physically writing, 
I'm working it like the novel's already in my head. So when I sit down to my phone, I just got to put it out. And uh, so that's how it happens. Okay. That's how the magic happens. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wow. You, know, I mean, let's go back to the award for your bi- um, biography. How did that come right. across? How did that come about, I mean? Um, the Pan American Center. Now, if, for those that don't know about the Pan American Center, um, it's a big. I didn't know it was a big deal until I saw that Walter Mosley was attached to it. Now, if you don't know Walter Mosley, okay. he's the guy that Devil in a Blue Dress, um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so he's like an honoree of the Pan American Book Center uh, in New York, and uh, they were asking for submissions um, from prisoners uh, about their life stories, and it just so happened that. Filthy was a book that I wrote um, about a summer in 1984 in Los Angeles at the dawn of the crack era when I had to go live with my grandmother. And all of my mm-hmm. uncles were dope dealers. All of my uncles were dope dealers. So I told the story about going from innocent to guilty to filthy, about learning my first head job, my first selling dope, my first being in a drug spot, you know, really having to fend for myself. And I submitted it to them, and I forgot about it. And then a year later or something, they announced it, like, hey, you won this book prize, and here's what you get. You get money, you get a mentor, and we're going to get you a publishing deal. And that's what they did. So it was cool. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, congratulations. That's pretty dope. Thank you. Well, yeah, and it's just ironic that (laughs) I know I I wear it. I don't know. I just shout it out. I just shout it out. You know, <laughs> you're super cool, Keisha. Thank you. I appreciate you dearly. I'm, I'm, I'm super no, no. Day. Thank you. Thank you. And I have some. I'm gonna share something with you. Um, mm-hmm. in like you know, with the success with affiliated, I want to announce yeah. here, and I think you might have told some people, but yeah. Affiliated is the Urban Times Top 5 for the month of December, and I'll be um, sending you over a copy, um, the link to the magazine. Right. So you you guys always hear me talk about Get Caught Reading, that hashtag Get Caught Reading Urban Times, and um, right. check out Peter Mack over there. But, um, wow, you were, I want to be you when I grow up. You were doing it all. <laughs> Like, I don't know, seriously, like, I need, I need your discipline to your writing schedule. Like, I need that discipline, like, seriously, because, well, like, I get so distracted. Well, I mean, you got the babies that you're raising, and, you know, you're, you know, you got the babies that you're raising, and it's a testament to your good motherhood that they're doing so well and just making mad strides. So you, you, okay. you deserve to have, be distracted. Yeah, yeah, my 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 children keep me they keep they keep me distracted. You saw my daughter's video; she was doing the most. So that's um, what I'm saying. Like she's a young filmmaker. What's the heck? <laughs> exactly. It's like she does some brilliant stuff, and then she comes yeah. with this, and it's like okay, like you know, yeah, like I'm, I'm looking for her. Like when she did the the scary film for Halloween, right, and then she right. makes these silly videos, and she's like, "But I'm exfoliating." I, I said, That's "You can't blessing. knock her for trying to keep her skin clean." <laughs> yeah, when I saw you, when I saw your new, when I saw your new book trailer, I said, "Oh yeah, she got her daughter helping her." <laughs> oh, you're the damn lie. Yeah. I, 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 just, I swear to you, it's so funny. I asked my daughter to do a book trailer for me the other day. She right, said to me, how much right. you paying me? I said, excuse you me? <laughs> she said, how about, I said, girl, you're you, 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 you
Look, don't get me started. She said, she, oh, she started quoting prices. I said, oh, see, I'll stick to doing it myself. Forget you. I got this. No. <laughs> I got this. I got Give me a few apps and I'm better. good, right? I know. You're doing great work, though. You're doing really, really good work. We definitely thank you, thank you, thank for, you. Um, yeah, I tried looking for some images for uh, a stripper's revenge, but I think we'll do better with um, cop and blow because um, you know now okay. give us time. Yeah, will give us time to lead up to some to some uh, promo stuff and, and get a really really nice video. Definitely, out there. I'm here. Oh. I'm definitely here. I'm ready when you are. And so now, yeah. shout out your website before we let you go. And um, oh, man. any anything else? Any last words? Oh man. Um, for all the readers, all the listeners who, who chimed in and who listened and who took the time to dial in, I appreciate you. Um, I, I ask you to leave a comment. I ask you to go get affiliated, leave a review, and communicate with me so we can build this relationship thing, you know, uh, with the books, that is. And, <laughs> and you know, the cool thing about the web. <laughs> but the cool thing about the web. No. The cool thing about the website is that it's been expanded. Um, you can go to the website and look at – I got pictures. I got interviews. This interview will be on the website. I got videos, um, a bio. Um, the apparel is there. The, the purchasing link is there, and uh, it's been expanded. It's really nice. Go to the website, www.petermacpresents.com, and don't forget to sign up on the VIP list to qualify for your free books, free apparel, free giveaways, and updates. Sign up on the VIP list, www.petermacpresents.com, and you'll find all of my social media links there. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you, Peter Mac, for this wonderful chat that we just had. Um, if you just mm-hmm. tuned in, you missed Peter Mac, but you can definitely go back and listen to the archives at www.writerslifechat.com. Um, it's always a pleasure. I tell you all the time, you're like family, so when you want to come back, just let me know. Don't get too Hollywood on me and, you know, forget oh, about Lord. people. Oh, <laughs> <Man, I, laughs> Impossible. It's impossible. I love you. I appreciate Don't you. I thank you, and I congratulate you. Thank you. Say right back at you. I love you more. So, yes, thank you. Um, you know, he answered the questions. Now, Go out there and get affiliated. Go sign up for the website and get one of those shirts. I know I'm I'm like I'm looking at the time like, okay, if the mailman would have came, but let me see if my kids are no, hijacking my mail- stuff. <laughs> <laughs> your mailbox. Like it's, um, I, got, I got older kids in here. Like they used to, when they were younger, they used to bring the mail to me. Now they just leave it on the table. So I know, yeah, yeah. So I like to handle that, yes. <laughs> no, for real. Absolutely. Like I'm telling you, I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um give my give my um my review for it and so forth. So thank you again for that. Christmas came early. Thank you so much, Mr. Mac. And that's it. Thank you. And um and take it easy. I'll be in touch with you though. Ain't it hard to leave a good thing. It's hard to go, ain't it? <laughs> oh, my soul, Peter Mac. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you. I'm ending my show, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you so bye. much. Oh, Be blessed. Bye bye. 
Oh, my God. Peter Mac is too funny. Thank you, everyone, for the callers, the ones that were listening, the chat room. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peter is always um, a lot of fun, so definitely support that brother doing his thing. He is indeed that dude. Next week I will have um, Charlie Swirl and Aaron Debo and some special guests on this Writer's Life chat. And tonight's show was sponsored by Wendy Heyman's One Hot Summer, available on Kindle and E, excuse me, in paperback. One click, get caught reading, affiliated, One Hot Summer, The Journey of Ruthie Bell. If y'all want to know what books to um, to get, talk to me. I can tell you all about the good books. But, yes, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you all next week. Good night.